Welcome back, y'all, to episode 60 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days. Today will be a podcast about random ramblings, what's new in the world. So let's get into it. Okay, so a reflection. I have now done 60 podcasts, and I wish I could tell you there's something that I've learned about it. And what I have learned about it is having guests on your podcast will always add more viewership, number one. Number two, people like conspiracy theories. Um, Conspiracy theory thought podcast, anything about things that will almost take you out of your normal day-to-day. So that is something that's been really evident to me, which I knew before. And the next thing is being consistent. It's not hard if you enjoy what you're doing. And I think for me, sometimes I wish I would dedicate more time to each episode. But even at episode 60, I'm still trying to determine what this podcast really is. You know, I know that it's a consistent podcast, but... What is it, essentially? So that's kind of what the journey is of the 365 days. So if I look at my stats currently, I have 191 plays um, at 60. The cool part about having Anchor as a podcast uh, platform, which anyone can download if you want to start a podcast and start an app, is it gives you the kind of the overview. One of it's money, and on mine, it's, um, it's still zero, so... I'm working towards that. The next is analytics. So if we look at the analytics of the podcast, you know, obviously it's like Phil, the time I have Phil on still has 16 plays. Someone listen to that again. And, you know, I have the top 10 and the top 10 are all conspiracy type kind of podcasts. And guess the, um, the solo casts are the ones that are really tough to sell, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what y'all are doing, but... And that, and then kind of getting to like, what's new? Now, this whole Tom Brady and Giselle thing, I mean, you open up TikTok and it's like people are going crazy. And a lot of people are indicating because Tom Brady had this next season that Giselle is leaving him. I mean, but if you look at the TikTok content, you have everything from people studying their videos based on how Giselle is putting her hand on Tom Brady. And it's a concept by one TikToker, I don't know his name, called The Claw. And because the hand is held in a certain way, it indicates that Giselle Giselle and Tom no longer have an emotional relationship. And it's based on the simple fact that Giselle is now more of a parental figure in Tom Brady's life. And... It's a result of Tom Brady wanting to go back in to play football, you know, 23 seasons in, and she doesn't want it anymore, so they're getting a divorce. That's, like, what the media is saying, and the TikToks are just ridiculous. They got, like, pictures of Tom Brady with his wife and his family, like, playing Nora Jones in the background, and they switch it up to Nipsey Hussle, like, and Tom Brady showing his eight rings, so... It's really hyping the season, but could you imagine like you're a franchise quarterback and you are literally going through a divorce 
when you have two kids. I mean, it's like, it's really tragic in a way. It's unfortunate they couldn't work it out, but I think that makes sense why probably Tom Brady missed two weeks in training cap at the beginning of the preseason and kind of what he's going through right now. But we'll see how he plays. I mean, it's really like everybody now knows Tom Brady is getting a divorce. And I I am a secretive person. Like I couldn't imagine being Tom Brady and just having everything out there. But, you know, the main thing is like he's obsessed with with um, football. You know, someone even like said he was Goku, which I had to Google Goku and realize it's Dragon Ball Z because Goku gave up his whole family to pursue what he wanted to pursue. But it's a little bit dramatic. But I mean, the TikToks, that in itself is crazy. And I also got a Verizon update for you, and I cannot believe it. Like, if I've been on the phone with Verizon so much in the last three weeks, and I wish I could be like, my phone works now. And in fact, I have two phones that don't work. So imagine going through a process of now having two phones that don't work. The SIM card's not working. I don't know if there's like bad software on my phone that's stopping me from the connect. I was, I've been literally now on the phone with Verizon for over 13 hours in the last two weeks. It seems like 13 to 14 and they still can't fix it. I'm getting a SIM card tomorrow and we'll see what happens from there. But I am so close to switching to T-Mobile. You know, it's like, it's like something that I really can't even begin to express. Next thing is uh, I got that CrossFit workout in today. And it's like the contrast between me working out in Ecuador and working out in United States is so different. I mean, today was a tougher workout, but the workouts have been pretty easy. And it's like when I went to CrossFit in Coach Carlos's gym, I mean, that was like pretty intense. I mean, the the um, pre-workout was intense. The movements were intense. And here it's like I'm working out and it was, it's just, they don't have the same level of intensity. And it seems too like, I don't know, it's just a different vibe, you know. But what's so crazy about Miami is like everybody speaks Spanish. So everywhere you go, people are always speaking Spanish, which kind of relays into the concept that like, you know, the United States doesn't have a national language. Like there's no language that's like, this is the language of the United States and you have to speak it. And because it was founded, and it's still young, like there's nothing really there. Like you think about English as a whole, and really English was the language of our oppressors. If we put it in that context, we fought them, we left, and now we're in the United States. And it's like, and I think about that, it trips me out. But other than that, you know, updates too. I'll be heading to Arkansas this weekend, I'm going to go spend time with the family, taking Nellie, and Natalie's going to Europe. There's this whole thing with like Nellie's documents and papers for blood tests if you're going to go to Europe. And it's really not that bad. It's just like I don't think we were necessarily prepared for it. So as a result, like I'm going to take Nellie back home um, to Arkansas for a few weeks as Nellie goes to Europe. And then we'll probably determine where we're going to go from there, you know. But who knows? Um also, you know, had a blast from the past. Like, do you guys ever watch movies from the 90s or, like, movies of your childhood and then you realize, like, how much 
that movie has influenced you in your life. <laughs> like, and you're like, wow, I cannot believe, you know, and you look at these 90s movies. Like, I watch Silly Slickers with Billy Crystal, and it's still a great movie. The jokes still hit hard. Even, like, when I'm 35, I'm like, I understand what the jokes are. And, like, there's this, like, really interesting scene where these cowboys are, like, talking to this woman. And, like, Billy Crystal looks at him and he goes, this isn't 90s behavior. And I was like, whoa. You know, it's like, that's what people would say now in a way. But there's so many things within the jokes, even in the 90s, that have, like, relevancy today. And... It's interesting how, like, on some level, it's like, does humor ever get old? Like, are the same jokes still going to be told about being married? Even when, like, could you laugh at a joke that was written 150 years ago about marriage? Or about, you know, being adult in your 30s and kind of losing your way or whatever? You know, and also, too, Billy Grizzle is supposed to be 39 in the movie. I looked at him like, that man ain't no 39. I looked up his age and he's 43. But I also don't know why people in the 90s look so much older than what they do now. Maybe it's because I'm in my 30s. But it's like when you look at someone who's in their 30s in the 90s, you're like, you look like you're 50. Like, how are you? Like, why do you look so old? And now you look at people and they look so young. But I don't know if that's like you're like people like people keep talking about this increase in testosterone over the last 10 years, it's decreasing as a result of chemicals and there's studies done based upon like male genitalia. You know, I'll spare you the details. I mean, it's pretty interesting stuff when they talk about it, but it's like, I wonder if that could potentially have it. Like, does having too much testosterone in your system actually make you look older? And that's why people look older than maybe I figured it out. That's like just a stream of thought, I mean, but that's a trip. But going back to the workouts today, I mean, today was a good workout. Freaking box jumps always get me. It's like I have to, like, work out just to be able to perform the CrossFit workouts is what I'm starting to get. And, like, normally I can do push-ups just fine, but I hit the wall because we were doing push presses and push clings. And I was, like, pushing the weight on myself. Not, like, crazy weight. I could have done more. But when I started to do push-ups during the workout, I was gassed. And it's, like, because of the humidity. And I'm always like, is it harder to work out in altitude or harder to work out in humidity? Because when you're in altitude, at least you're not like super sweaty. But when you work out like in here in Florida where it's muggy, I'm just like drenched in sweat. You know, it's like I want to take my shirt off and work out, but I don't have that bod yet. So I need to like work for it for another three months. But like grubbing back in the United States is like you really realize how much junk food there is and how big the portions are. And it makes sense why so many people are overweight here. Like... Example in Ecuador, like the proportions are like way more, they're just, they're better to eat. And the price point in here, it's like people are bringing you a ton of food. I've been eating a lot of carbs and I think I've been feeling it. And I've also kind of had this moment where like, I don't know if I'm like getting, like being depressed back in the States, but I'm not like as upbeat as I normally am. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because I don't know my routine you know, I'm staying in this house, house to house, and I don't like it. Like, I like to be a little bit more grounded in a place for a few months. And I think that could be potentially affecting it. But also, like, I just really enjoy living in Ecuador because of the people, the environment, the culture, you know, the excitement. Like, I really do 
like love that country and it's like something that's really really evident when you come back home when you talk to people and you interact with them and it's harder to have those connections but I felt the same thing in China too and I don't know if it's like because it's American culture is it a novelty does the novelty wear off and when you're back home you're just another American because sometimes for me it's difficult to really understand that but I think too because I don't have community I think what's also very different about these other countries is it's so it's so easy to develop community quickly meet people build relations and go from there it's almost like that's what the society a lot of societies are based on that community development and within the United States it's like we don't have that same community development i mean if you think about like a normal house in Ecuador, normal in a class, you're going to have, you know, your maids, you're going to have people coming and helping you, you're going to have dinner parties, you're going to be interacting with people, you know, you have people helping, like, you don't really have that here, you know, and it's a lot more quiet, it feels like sometimes, and I think for me, like, I really do miss those aspects of it, and it's just like the people are lively, it's like I can go play ping pong with Natalie's grandpa, play ping pong with the family, get in a killer CrossFit workout, have a few beers, do what I got to do, you know, and then like talk to anybody. And here it's kind of like, and you're speaking in Spanish, which is always fun, but I, I got to stay on my Spanish so I can get, get, get better. Maybe that's what I'll do. But essentially that's the 60th podcast. You know, I wish I had something better, but for me, sometimes it's good just to get on here and work through the process of what I'm going through what I'm thinking, you know? Um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.